What's up, everybody, and welcome back to episode 48 of the Big Easy Bets podcast. I'm your host, Logan, and with me in the studio, Nick Von Brick. How about them Pelicans, huh? Pelicans are throwing in the towel, uh, apparently, not playing Zion tonight. We're going to touch on that, touch on baseball. Um, what else? We've got Derek Lewis fighting tonight. Uh, we got the first major of the year for golf in swing right now. Um, I mean, that's pretty much it, I think. Episode 48, brought to you by the Neutral Ground Sports Network. Uh, you can go check out the website, www.tngsportsnetwork.com. Go like the Facebook page, uh, Twitter account, the whole nine yards. So, yeah, Pelicans are apparently calling it a wrap. Zion will not play tonight against the Wizards. Um, in in the defense of that, I think we're still eight-point favorites. The Wizards are fucking terrible. Yeah, the Wizards suck. So we could still very well win this game and get Zion some needed uh uh, rest so I, I don't know doesn't necessarily mean we're throwing in the towel but the loss to the Kings yesterday uh, really probably put the nail in the coffin the Trailblazers are probably gonna if I was betting on it I think the Trailblazers are gonna edge out the Grizzlies for that eighth spot uh, McCollum and uh, Lillard just look like they're kind of on a mission so and they're experienced Damian Lillard's one of the one of the clutchest players in the league Right there on the fringe. I expect them to get that eighth spot. I mean, that loss against the Kings was terrible. I'm undefeated betting bubble basketball except whenever uh, the Pelicans play because I can't not bet on the Pelicans, apparently, and it never seems to go well. Alvin Gentry is a moron, in my opinion, and not because of the way that they've been handling the Zion situation. I know that the medical staff are the ones who set Zion's uh, minutes restrictions, but Alvin Gentry is the one who decides on how you handle those minutes restrictions that you are that they put in place. Like you can, you can dictate which part of the quarter that you play him in, and he just plays him right in the beginning, four minutes, barely gets into a rhythm, and then sits him for the whole rest of the fucking quarter. So, I mean, what are your what are your thoughts on Gentry? Is it time to go, or he's got more time? Dude, I thought they should have never fired Monty Williams. I liked Monty Williams a lot, to be honest. We They fired him the year we went to the playoffs. Yeah, I was like, everyone was thinking, all right, if Monty Williams gets this eighth seed over the Thunder, then his job's secure. And Anthony Davis liked Monty Williams. Yep. Um, When they fired Monty Williams, Anthony Davis was upset, but he still decided to uh, re-sign with the Pelicans to just later leave us. But... Mm-hmm. No, I, I didn't like the Alvin Gentry hire from the beginning. Yeah. No, I I mean, he didn't. He was with the Warriors, um, won a ring there. I could have been on that coaching staff and won a ring. Uh, I could have been the head coach of the Warriors, and we still would have won a ring. So you can take that to the bank. But uh, I know he had a stint in Phoenix. I don't think that went very well, obviously, or else he would still be in Phoenix. Um and then just the whole handling of this situation. They're babying Zion. The guy's not made of glass. Yes, he had a knee injury. Yes, he came back from it and hit four consecutive threes. We were there. Um, and I, I just the the whole way that they're handling the situation, I just 
I'm not happy with, but at the same time, I can play devil's advocate and look at it from the other side. If we say we squeak in eight seed into the playoffs, and we were talking about this earlier, we're going to play the Lakers. We're probably going to get swept. I mean, what are we really playing for at this point? I mean, I get it. Why do you show up to the bubble if you're not even going to try, really? If you're going to just basically throw in the towel, why even go? Waste your time. But what is the best case scenario? Like, what if if we exceed our max potential and we're clicking on all cylinders, how well do you think we can do? Win one series? Actually, yeah, yeah, okay. I'll leave the question there. How well do you think we could do? Against the Lakers? The, that's why I was like, actually, yeah, the, there's no I way. If we wouldn't have any shot. Exactly. But what I said was, like, it would be good to get the Pelicans, who are such a young team. A lot of players on that team have never been to the playoffs experience. But then you also made a good point that it's not going to be the same playoff atmosphere as yeah. it will be in the future when fans are have returned and all of that. Yeah, it'd be night and day difference, in my opinion. It would feel – when the playoffs start and they're in the bubble, the it's going to feel different. Don't get me wrong. When you know you're in the playoffs, you know there's more there's more pressure. It feels different than versus these game these play in games that they've been playing the eight run it back games. They're going to feel different than the playoff games. But a playoff game in norm under normal circumstances with fans in the arenas in your home stadium or in your home arena, it's going to feel night and day different. There's going to be so much more pressure, tension in the air, all of that. So, yes, they would get quote-unquote playoff experience but it would not be the same as if we go make the playoffs next year and then you got a you're on the road and you got a packed crowd going nuts it's going to be night and day different so that's my whole argument is what do we really have to play for here is it worth running zion out there and risking something happen and then i i think as of right now the plan is to start next season in december uh we'll see if they hold true to that but i mean Gives them a few a few months of an off season, and then we're going to be right back at it. So, I don't know. I don't really know how I feel about it. I guess I don't know. But it's looking like the Pelicans are done. The towel has been thrown in. Yeah, it's unfortunate because we wanted to see them play. It's like this whole season's been unfortunate for ba- for basketball fans in New Orleans because you get the best yes. player coming out of the draft in a very long time. And then he doesn't play for the first half, 40-something games. Yeah, misses half the season with a knee injury. He only gets to play about 20 games before the season's suspended because of the coronavirus, and then he comes back, and then they're not playing him in a whole lot of minutes. It's like we never got to really see but that's his full potential there will this be, whole season. There will be so much hype next year, though. So if we're, if we're in, this probably – I wonder if we can still get a lottery pick. Probably not, right? We should. Uh, it's so sixteen teams make the playoffs, and fourteen teams have lottery picks. Oh, right, right, right. Okay, yeah. So then if we when we don't it. make the playoffs, then we'll have a lottery pick. Let Alvin Gentry coach however he wants to coach. We'll lose every game. We'll get a lottery pick, and then, I mean, add add a lottery pick to which uh, that's all going to be up in the air too. Nobody knows what the fuck's going on with the, this whole COVID shit. You don't know who's in the draft, who's out. A lot of players are pulling out, coming back to school. So who knows who we even wind up with. But um, Skylar Mays. I draft Skylar Mays with the first pick. 
Skylar Mays was Go famous, Tigers. famous for fucking turning the ball over in crunch time, though. He'll have 35 on 80% shooting from the field, and he's going to turn it over when he needs to fucking score to win the game. But, yeah, no. Guy's really good. But, yeah, who knows who we even end up with. Um, but at this point, let's try to get another lottery pick, put another weapon around Zion. I mean, Zion last night or yesterday, I think he had 24 points on, like, 10 to 12 shooting. Like, the dude's a freak. And they're saying he's out of shape. Dude's a freak. If he's out of shape and he's still doing that, let's see what he does when he's in shape. Because he really hadn't hadn't had a chance to show what he can do when he's in shape. Came back from the knee injury, was still overweight, minutes restriction. He's only played 21 games, not counting the games in Orlando. He's only played 21 games. So, uh, the Yeah, last, yesterday was pitiful, though, dude. They allowed yeah. 49 points in the play. first quarter. We play zero fucking defense. and That's, 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 that's a biggest critique against Gentry. Gentry. Yes. When we have Monty Williams, we always play good defense. Well, because Alvin Gentry wants to run, 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 run. Well, if fucking Zion's out of, out of shape, like everybody wants to say, why are we fucking running like it's a damn track meet? And yeah, sure, oh, we scored 125 points. Yeah, we don't play defense for shit. They get uncontested layups nonstop, and they put up 149 points. You're not going to win. That's not a recipe for success. Slow the ball down. Let's play lockdown defense and feed Zion in the post. I mean, I, I, it's not rocket science. You got J.J. I, I love J.J. Redick. A lot of people hate on J.J. I love J.J. Redick, to be quite honest. But he's a liability on defense. So Drew Holiday is one of the best two-way guards in the league. He, You know he can lock up. Brandon Ingram's long, doesn't play the best defense, though. Um, Josh Hart can play some pr- pretty decent defense. I like Josh Hart. Josh Hart's that gritty player. He does the stuff that doesn't really show up in the stat sheet. Um, yeah, Lonzo's a good defender. Lonzo's a very good defender as well. That's why I, I, coming into the season, I think I said we could have the best uh, defensive tandem of guards in the league between Lonzo Ball and Drew Holiday. So we have the potential. Jackson Hayes can be the rim protector. I want to see him put on a little bit more weight, but he's long and athletic enough to be the rim protector that we need. Uh Derek Favors fucking sucks. I hope we get rid of Favors so quick. Um, Dude. Do us a favor and get the fuck out. So He needs to stay off the McDonald's. Yeah, my God. They talk about Zion being out of shape. Uh, whatever Zion's eating, Derek Favors is eating more of it. So I hope we can get rid of him. Maybe bring in somebody. Um, the antithesis of Omer Ashik. That's what I'm looking for. If we can find the opposite of that guy, then I think we'll be okay. But, yeah, so... Pels are probably throwing in the towel, like we said. But there's always December or whenever they start this next season. Or who knows? Shit might hit the fan and we might not even have basketball ever again. So we might all die from a pandemic. But either one. We'll figure it out. But baseball is back. um, And they've been dealing with outbreaks in the locker rooms left and right. But through all the noise... I've been over here quietly becoming the, arguably the greatest, maybe not the greatest, but the hottest baseball better in the world right now. And I don't feel like that's disputable. <laughs> it, I think of my last like 35 picks, I'm 29 and 6. 29 and 6. I've watched baseball before this season, I could count in the last five years on two hands how many baseball games I watched, and that's including the World Series. Uh, so clearly not my forte whatsoever, and I'm out here absolutely fucking just picking winners. Winners. But on the flip side, I have given out none of these picks 
other than to like close personal friends who hit me up asking who I'm taking. I've given these picks out to none of the public whatsoever because I literally didn't feel confident enough about these picks to put them out. And then all of the sudden I won 16 straight bets in a row and I'm like, holy shit, I can't start giving these out now because then I'm going to lose. I'm definitely going to lose. So once I start giving the picks out, then I'm going to wind up losing. And I made, I put out a tweet on Twitter about this whole scenario and saying everything that happened, how I'm hot as shit, hottest on the planet right now. And then as soon as I sent the tweet, I'm like, fuck. I said, I know I'm going to lose today. I lost the first game uh, of the day, 0-1, rallied all five straight after that, 5-1 and one on the day. I'm like, Jesus Christ. Like it, it, I got the receipts to show it too. Anybody who wants to question um, the validity of what I'm saying, just hit me up. I'll send you the screenshots. I got the I got the bet history. Got four picks today. Taking the Yankees on the money line, not smart. Blake Snell on the mound for the Rays. Um, it's just too damn hard to bet against the Yankees. The Yankees are the best team in baseball. It's not even close. Have you watched a single Yankees game this year? Yeah, the first one. That's it. The one that got rained out. Don't even get the full nine inning. <laughs> yeah, experience. And that, that's another. That's another thing too. I, I I had the Yankees day one. They're up like six one, and it gets rained out in the seventh inning. Had them on the run line. Don't get that. That uh, that bet didn't got disqualified. So that's another win that I should have had. But yeah, no, I mean, I don't know. There's no two ways about it. I'm the hottest baseball better on the planet right now, and I'm not giving these picks out. I'm just not. There's too many games every day. Can't put it on a weekly podcast. It would have to go out on Twitter. And at this point, call it selfish. But if you want these picks, you got to hit me up directly. I'm not putting them out. I'm not putting them out. I'm, it's As soon as I start putting them out, I'm going to fucking lose, and I'm going to lose fast. So I'll, I'll, if somebody hits me up directly and they're asking for a baseball bet, I'll give you what I'm taking for the day. Um, but they will not be handed out to the public, and I'm going to keep sitting over here laughing all the way to the bank. So we'll know who actually listens to the podcast and bets baseball cuz I'm sure you're going to you're going to message me and ask. There's a few people. There's a few people that that uh message me pretty much daily, but yeah, I got to say I love baseball now. I I I can say that for sure. Never was the biggest fan. We don't have a local team. Um but I fucking love it. I love watching Aaron Judge crank fucking home runs to cover the spread. All of that. The Rockies. I put out that the Rockies plus 5,700 to win the World Series is um, very good odds. I love the Colorado Rockies. Probably my favorite team other than the Yankees. Um, you got David Dahl. You got Trevor Story. Nolan Arenado. Charlie Blackman. Probably the best one. Arenado over there at uh, third base, huh? Yep, third base. Probably the best one, two, three, four punch in baseball right there. Dahl, Story, Blackman, Arenado. But once you get past that, they're pretty fucking not that good at hitting. So, um, but yeah, Rocky's been riding them straight to the bank. Like I said, hottest baseball better on the planet. If you want to pick, hit me up. Big Easy Bets Twitter. I'll, I'll let you know what I'm taking, but I just can't give these out to the public. Can't do it. Um. All right. What else we got? So we have. I know you said Derek Lewis fights this weekend. Yeah, it's it's a hard fight to bet on, in my opinion. Why is that? Um, everybody loves Derek Lewis, right? Yep. 
big power Louisiana. puncher, big old boy, home homegrown. Um, <clears throat> the thing is, you never know when he's gonna hit land that shot. You yeah, know? and he he seems to land it more often than not. But um, in his past few fights, he's looked a little bit more nimble on the feet, so he's looked better. But um, I don't know. This guy's fighting Alexi Olenek, uh, submission specialist, Russian. The big thing here is Derek Lewis has got a weight advantage. But um, Olenek has something like 59 wins and 42 of them are by submission. So uh, one thing I noticed with this guy Olenek in the fights that I've watched of him is he's he's really strong on the ground. Uh, not in just terms of his grappling, but in terms of his physical strength. So, I mean, I don't know. It seems like a dangerous bet considering the odds. Derek Lewis is a fairly big favorite, minus 190. Olenek an underdog, plus 155. So, to me, there's a little bit of value for Olenek, but um, it's definitely not a safe bet if you ask me for, for Lewis at this point. Yeah. Yeah, I'm going to be honest. I'm staying as far the fuck away as possible from uh, UFC f- betting until it's a fight I absolutely love. But obviously, I, I really like Derek Lewis. It's hard not to like him from New Orleans. Um, and I, everybody knows how, why he went viral. Um, and like you said, I mean, he's definitely got knockout power at any point in time. If he catches him with the big with the big shot, he's going down. But, I mean. And he's gotten a lot better on, on his feet, too. Yeah. No, he has. He seems to improve every time he gets in the octagon. I got to give it to him. But he loves to, like, come out throwing fucking roundhouse kicks and shit. And it's like you look at him and you're like, where did that come from? But he seems to be uh, much more skilled than you would than you would assume just by looking at him. Yeah, if he fights his fight smart, um, keeps his distance, moves well on his feet then and avoids getting taken down, then he should win. But... If he does some crazy shit like he's known to do, like throw a high kick or try to do some flying knees and he gets taken down. Could be all she wrote. Uh, that one guy that got him that he somehow managed to win a decision against, I don't think that that would happen against Olenek. Olenek's strong on the ground. Uh, and he, to me, if he gets him on the ground, he's going to have a good chance to submit him. Yeah, we shall see. But it'll definitely be entertaining. It's always entertaining to watch Derek Lewis fight. Um, but I'm not going to lie to you. I personally am not going to bet on this. Got too many of these baseball bets. If I, if, why, why take away from these baseball bets to bet on Derek Lewis, you know? Yeah. I probably won't bet on it either, but, um, it depends. You know, if that, if Derek Lewis odds come down a good bit, like maybe one, under 180. Yeah. Then there's value. Then I there. might do yeah. it. But, uh, as of right now, it seems like. Olenek, to me, does have a chance to win this fight if it goes to the ground for sure. Yeah. Oh, yeah, without a doubt, he'd have a, a significant advantage, I'd say. Um. All right, what else we got? Anything? Uh, we, we can talk about NASCAR. I haven't watched <laughs> the last few races, but I know who won them. Uh, Brad Keselowski won last week. Before that, it was Denny Hamlin. Denny Hamlin came in second last week. So um, the, big, the two big names this whole year have been Kevin Harvick and Denny Hammond. Yes. They've won the most races. Uh, Brad Keselowski might be next in line with three wins. Um, I don't know shit about how NASCAR works, but they keep talking about the playoffs. Mm-hmm. I don't know if it's the playoffs yet, but um, My question I think is, it's coming up. 
my question is, and I, if, if we do, somebody reach out to me. Do you think we have anybody that really likes NASCAR, listener-wise? Like that will bet on it? Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> I have no fucking idea. But I, I will say, I mean, I bet on it a good bit when desperate times called for desperate measures. That was all we had. Um, I don't think I'll ever bet on NASCAR again. <laughs> I don't think I ever. I might will. bet on it this week. I just, I mean, don't get me wrong. When I bet on Joey Logano and he won, or Denny Hamlin, Denny Hamlin held on at the very end when they tried to wreck his ass. It's exciting. Don't get me wrong. And I, if I, no, it's a good sport. I'll bet on it. Yeah, yeah. I'm not saying I'm not a fan of the sport, but it's just such a fucking toss up. Like if I, when we go to a race, I'll bet on it. But now that we got baseball and we got basketball back, football's right around the fucking corner. There's no betting on NASCAR for me. Not a chance in hell. Yeah. I mean, you had a couple of really big long shots win. Cole Custer was one of them. Yep. And then uh, I think it was Austin Dillon was another one. So those were two unexpected winners. But, I mean, for for the most part, you know, those guys that are favorited are, are going to win. Are yeah. gonna, it's going to be one of them. And you got to keep an eye out on who who's it going to be. I think since the playoffs are nearing that – you know, you got to keep an eye on the favorites. The long shots are probably – I wouldn't bet as much on long shots as, as I would have in the beginning of the season, you know? Yeah, definitely. Because you, you know who's racing well. You know who needs to win to uh, move up spots and stuff. So um, this week the race is at Michigan International Speedway. Mm-hmm. Defending champion is Joey Logano. Uh, Joey Logano has a pole position. So if you ask me, it might be worth putting some money on him. I think he's plus 650. So out of all the favorites, that would be my favorite to pick. Uh, Joey Logano at plus 650. Uh, Hasn't raced really, really good this year, but um, started off hot before before coronavirus and then after he kind of fell off a little bit. But it seems like now is a perfect time for him to bounce back and then I know I said don't bet on long shots, but one long shot I would consider is Matt Kenseth. He's won here three times. You love Kenseth. Before he retired, uh, this could be his first, uh, chance to get his first win since coming out of retirement. He's 70-1. to one. So that's two bets I would keep an eye on. Yeah. All right. Um, yeah, I mean, there's not really much more going around or going on. Like I said, um, football is right around the damn corner. So what are your odds, you think, We'll start with college. What are your odds um, of you think the season going start to finish? Um, Out of 10, 1 through 10. I don't know. I want to say, so there's a lot of things you got to take into consideration, but uh, my immediate answer would be like an 8. That's what I, yeah. I, I said eight. I'm pretty well. sure it's gonna go. I'm pretty sure they got it. Everybody the, wants the, to say it's concerning with baseball, the the amount of positives they've had. But uh, I don't know what's going on over there. What type of shit they're doing? Well, Derek Jeter and the Marlins are fucking stupid. He said that his guys caught COVID going out to get some milk. Shut the fuck up. Talking about it. at least Lou Williams didn't lie. Um. They, he said our guys maybe weren't taking it as seriously as they should have. And then they went and played a game knowing they tested positive because he said, oh, it's not in our DNA to not play. 
newsflash dipshit. It's not it's not a test of your manhood to go out and play with a fucking uh, pandemic worthy virus. You're, you're gonna infect the whole league. It was we were four days in, and you almost had the whole league canceled. Um, no, yeah, I but same thing. I had eight in my mind as well. It's gonna take multiple big name teams to get a, a outbreak in the locker room for it to be shut down. I would think. The good thing is, is they have plenty of space. The way they set up the schedule, yeah. To, uh, maneuver, or they have a maneuver. little bit of space to maneuver the schedule in yeah. case if a team does have a small outbreak. Yeah. But I mean, at this point, we've learned how to contain it. It's gonna happen for somebody. Yeah, yeah. It's inevitable. It will happen. So we need to all, all get our minds right for when it does happen to expect it, not be caught off guard. And not say, oh, we got to cancel the MLB because the Cardinals have an outbreak in the locker room. Yadier Molina's got fucking COVID. He's going to be okay. And we're going to go back to playing. We're going to postpone their game. And then we're going to let them play in two weeks. Like, everybody who's saying they need to cancel the MLB. No. Just keep playing. What do you expect to happen? They have, they, I'm sure they have safety measures and security measures in place. Uh, some more than others. But... I think baseball is the scapegoat for all of this. They're going to be the test dummy, and then we're going to find out, okay, they did that wrong, so we're going to do this differently. And I, I think sports are back, dude. Sports aren't going anywhere. The the bubble has worked to perfection. No positive cases, even with Lou Williams making a strip club run. Um, no positive cases. That has clearly worked to perfection. Um, Adam Silver again proves that he's the best commissioner of all the major sports um but i think college football and the nfl are going to be able to learn from the mistakes of the other leagues and they're going to get a good system in place that everyone's going to just be prepared for unless the saints get covid then you cancel the fucking season and it's it's a wash um but if not if they're still healthy then we're playing we're playing it out yeah so the plan now is to Excuse me. The plan now is to, for them to start the season on September 26th for college football. I saw that there was the Big 12 or somebody might be starting earlier. Maybe so, but. There's one league. I saw like maybe even September 5th. The um, Pac-12 is never in the playoffs. So they're like the. Yeah. It's really the power four. Yeah. Fuck the Pac-12, dude. They're like doing all these like stipulations and all of that before they agree to anything it's because they're left-wing liberals yeah <laughs> i'm just kidding but i mean that's why they're doing but it that is yeah <laughs> <laughs> kidding about the truth um but yeah no i mean who gives a fuck man you're telling me you want to stay up at fucking 10 o'clock you're betting on ucla versus god knows who you're staying up way late you had a bad day of betting, and now you're fucking chasing. You're chasing money on UCLA. And we saw firsthand what UCLA did last year. Fucking Dorian Thompson-Robinson, the worst quarterback to ever play for the Bruins, possibly to ever play ever. So, yeah. I, don't even get me started on UCLA and the Pac-12, all right? Um, I do like Slovis over there at USC, though. He's going to be good. College football is so close to being bad. The interesting thing is, I don't know if we mentioned it last week, but Notre Dame's playing. ACC. Did we yeah. say that last week? I believe so. Yeah, they're with the ACC. Yeah, they're that's going to be interesting. Schedule. Yeah. No, I know. It, that will. That that adds another dynamic for sure. Um, Have they talked anything about, 
I haven't heard, but I know there's been speculation about a few weeks ago about possibly maybe expanding the the playoff because oh, there's know. not any crossover games. So there could tech there could be I think that's five undefeated conference championships, hypothetically speaking. There could be five undefeated conference champions. Yeah. And then how would you even decide who makes the playoff when there's only four spots? Yeah, that's true. Yeah, no, I mean that would I mean that could always happen, but it's yeah more likely now to happen because there's not crossover games. Yeah, no, definitely. I don't know. We'll see. But it's almost here. We got fantasy football starting up soon for the NFL. Um, football is almost back. I've been saying it for months. There's light at the end of the tunnel. Uh, we've still been putting out a podcast. Pretty much, it's basically been bi-weekly now, but basically weekly um, through all of the shit. And we got sports coming back, and we are going to go. Or I, at least the plan going into the season was to go hard as shit um, for this football season, and I still stand by that. I don't know if you're if you're backtracking on that or not. A little bit, but um, are you? No, I'm definitely going to bet as much money as I can. <laughs> then what are you backtracking? I just don't have as much money as I used to have <laughs> because I went back to some place I should know. Oh, great. Um, but um, you never you went, know. You went back again, like again since we went. Oh yeah. Oh great. Okay. All right. Well, that's news to me. <laughs> um. All right. Well. But I need to get that money back somehow. There's only could. one way I know how. Is it to go back? It's to risk all I got on college football this year. So. <laughs> I'm gonna pay more attention to the NFL though because. Yeah. Got to. Yep. But yeah, football right around the corner. Um, sports are back, man. I'm the hottest baseball better on the planet. If you want to pick, hit me up on Twitter, Big Easy Bets. Um, yeah, and it is what it is. Uh, you got anything to say before we wrap up episode? What is it, 48? And uh, good luck to everybody. All right. Like I said, episode 48, Big Easy Bets, brought to you by the Neutral Ground Sports Network. Uh, that will wrap it up. Well, we hope you guys have a good one. Everybody stay safe, and we will be back for 49 uh, next week. Big fight next week, Stipe and Cormier. All right, y'all have a good one. Who that? We do. We play like we play.